talk about liberty and talk about happiness and showing the world that Cajuns do have intelligence. I am glad to be back with you after taking last week off. I had a procedure done and uh, I just couldn't make it into the studio, but I want to give props to the guest host. That's right, Brother Barry Martin knocked it out the park last week, folks. And look, if you think about it, you know, he, he just did a phenomenal job. I mean, uh, his his thoughts on uh, critical race theory uh, made me look at it a little bit. And we're not talking about that today, but everything he said last week was on point. He knew what he was doing. He Look, that's why he's a guest host of the Cajun Conservative. And I'm going to be honest with you, he has done some things on SoundCloud. And um, I, I, I I try to talk to Brother Barry every so I'm like, when are you going to do a podcast, man? Because, look, he, he knocked it out the park. Every time he does a show, we really get some good feedback from him. And it's just, it's just amazing. Brother Barry Martin uh, was the guest host last week and had a great show. If you have not listened to that show yet, you need to go check it out on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, and everywhere else we have our podcasts on. If you have not yet, please hit that subscribe button. It helps out more than you know. If you can, leave us a review. Also, go like our Facebook page at the Cajun Conservative Show on Facebook, and that's where we go ahead. And we, I, what I like about Facebook is I can't do this every day of the week. I, pro- I probably could if I if I move my schedule around, but to come and do an hour program a week. You know, every every day would be kind of hard. And now I have podcast friends that do it three times a week. And, you know, hey, kudos to them. It's just a lot going on. And, you know, maybe it will get to a point when they where I have to do two shows, maybe three, maybe a whole week. Uh, for right now, though, uh, the podcasting world, um, I only can do it for once a week. So what we do with the Facebook page, and that's what it's designed for, if I see an article or something that I have an opinion on that I feel like I really need to get it out there, I go ahead and I share the news article and the story. But um, I'm just glad to be back. You know, I, I honestly miss being with y'all guys. I honestly miss coming into the studio and and just giving y'all my thoughts and my takes on news stories and spending time with y'all. It's um I really miss it. And when I have to miss a week, uh, I just feel like a fish out of water. I just I need to be back in the studio and I try to get back as quick as possible. I don't like staying out too long. And that that's just not this show. That is Brothers Just Searching. A while back I had to uh miss Brothers Just Searching for something that popped up. Um and I just I felt so out of place because the day that we did the the, uh, the recording, I wasn't there. And I'm like, man, I really want to be there. I really want to be there. And I think that's everybody that's in broadcasting. They they don't do this job just to to hear their own selves. They, I, I honestly think they actually love it and they, they really want to be there. If you're doing something just for the ratings or just to, you know, hope you make it big and make it viral and there's no purpose behind what you're doing, uh, you need to go ahead and check yourself. Because I think, you know, especially in this world today, this type of hosting, this type of radio program, 
uh, this podcasting world that we're in, you know, like like I do, I do this. I I love doing this. I love coming and just sharing my thoughts and sharing my opinions. And through this, I've met tons of friends, and it's just it's just a it's a, a rewarding experience to come here and to do this podcast. I just. I love doing it. I just can't tell you how much I love doing it. So um, I'm going to go ahead and start the, the, the conversation today and make y'all think about something. So in, in preparation for this week, something happened. And something happened that was really, really big. You know, something that really, really kicked off the week for me and... The, this comes from Breitbart, and the article reads, Joe Biden blames Donald Trump after unemployment rates fall for the first time since April of 2020. Now, let's let's go back into some history. Let's go back and do some content. It went down in 2020 because of coronavirus, the COVID-19. Um, besides that, Trump's economy was booming. I honestly feel, and this is my opinion, I'm not going to say it's fact. I'm not going to say it's fiction. I'm just going to say it's my opinion. I believe this is why the election was rigged because Trump's economy was booming. I believe Trump is the first president to be, uh, be to lose an election on a booming economy. But this week, the, the uh, for the for the month, and I can't remember what day it is that when the jobs report came out. Let's see when this article was. It was on the seventh of May. Now, now, now the job numbers came out, and they were they were bad. And you know, it's funny how Democrats are going on there and say, "Yes, you know they're bad," but this shows a good sign of recovery, folks. The job numbers. Is people working, and I got a couple of reasons why that number is still down. It's because of Joe Biden and the Democrats. And you're gonna, if you're listening to this and you're not a conservative, you're probably telling me, Isaac, how dare you? You know, everything is the Democrats' fault. Even if they do something good, you're gonna find something wrong with it. You, I hate to tell you, but Democrats do the same thing. But the reason that the job numbers are low is one because of the unemployment paychecks which the states and the federal government is giving. But anyway, but back to my point of what this, these numbers went down, and of course, Joe Biden goes on the air and says, you know, uh, let me get it. Um, we, When we came in, we inherited a year of profound economy crisis and mismanagement of the virus, Biden said, leading to Trump. So Biden is saying the reason that we don't have jobs right now is because of Donald Trump. And of course, I, will, I, I say this, I said this about the Obama years. I said this about the Reagan years. Um, the reason that Bill Clinton had a successful pre presidency wasn't because of Bill Clinton's policies. It was because of Ronald Reagan and George's, George Bush's policies. Because Ronald Reagan had so much of a successful economy and Bush inherited that and kept on doing what Reagan did at least for four more years that all the, all the success looked upon uh, President Clinton. Oh, Isaac, that's hogwash. No, the, the Clinton presidency was made on the back of Ronald Reagan and George Bush. 
because their policies and their their um their policies and their you know their infrastructures and everything they did in the late seventies, early eighties, and into the nineties built made Bill Clinton so-called a good president. But Bill Clinton hurt us, and we're still feeling the effects of Bill Clinton today. But back what I'm allowed to say, they blame Trump because Trump's mismanagement of the virus and Trump's um Trump's uh you know uh, bad economy. You know, Trump built his economy back from COVID nineteen. Oh, Isaac Gil Hogwarts. No, them numbers went down in twenty in April of twenty twenty. But Trump brought them back. Trump was trying to bring them. The reason them jobs left was because we was in a pandemic shutdown, which was the stupidest idea that any politician, I include Trump into that, should have done. We should have never shut down our country. We should have told people, if you're sick, stay home. And if you're feeling good, just be careful who you talk to and go to work. That's how you keep an economy up. But then they started talking about, well, look, people are not working. We need to throw stimulus packages here. We need to throw a stimulus package there. And, and we, everything's going to be fine. The economy's going to be up. Look, the economy's still booming. But nobody's working. That's because of these stimulus packages that Biden and Trump went ahead and put in place. That's the only reason the economy's keep on going. That's why this economy's keeps keeping rolling. It's because they gave people free money. Now, I hate to see when uh, inflation hits, then we're going to be paying out of the wazoo for milk and bread and, you know, going to have to buy a $15 uh, burger probably from McDonald's because they're trying to hike up the minimum wage. But the point of it is, I'm trying to say, is that Biden is blaming Trump. Yes, folks, these job numbers are down because of Trump. Mr. Biden, Trump is no longer in office, sir. What? Who are you thinking we're living in 2019 or 2020 when Trump was the president and you're on the campaign trail? Absolutely not. We're living in reality of 2021, May of 2021, by the way. But Biden goes ahead and he says, listen, folks, it's not my fault. It's not my fault that the job numbers are down. Really? Let's go look at some facts. Biden gets in there in January of 2021. And guess what? The first thing he does stop the Keystone Pipeline. He shuts down permits that are in the Gulf of Mexico and our offshore waters for drilling. He also sends out a stimulus package that tells people, hey, we're going to increase the um, the unemployment paychecks. Folks, I know people that were that were that were staying home collecting an unemployment check from the state of Louisiana and the state and the and the, and the, uh, the, the federal government and was making more money in a month than I make in a month. And I did not stop working because I was considered essential because I was in the construction business. So you're telling me I could have made more money. Staying home, then working? Well, sign me up. I believe it was the EPEC Times this week that did, I believe, I think it was EPEC. Don't quote me on that. But they went ahead and did an article about restaurants having a working shortage because people are not applying for jobs and not all, and they're, they're not, I shared it on Facebook talking about that. They, they go ahead and they're not, the people don't want to work because the federal, 
the federal government is still giving them money. That's why the unemployment rate's so high, folks. It's not Trump's fault. It's Biden's fault. Because Biden gave a $2 trillion stimulus package to give people checks of $1,400 or more and then said, hey, we're going to give you unemployment checks. I believe that goes until September. And they're going to extend it, folks, because that's how socialism works. The government takes care of people. The people don't take care of the government. See, that's how a republic works. A republic is we the people. We the people go ahead and work and pay taxes and government stays short and the people make decisions. In a socialist country, the government takes care of you. The government gives you everything you want. The government can tell you what they want you to have. And the government, the, the, the government runs wild. And that's what Biden doing. Look, these packets, look, and I've seen the, I, I guess you can call that a state of the union. I don't know. They weren't calling it a state of the union. But he, 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 and Nancy Pelosi was sure to invite Joe Biden to talk to a joint session of Congress. But in his joint session of Congress, he introduced, he wants to push $4 trillion dollars. Two trillion dollars. There are two plans that are each both two trillion to eke up to four trillion. If these bill, if these plans take place, this infrastructure bill and this health care, whatever the other bill is, if he if they go ahead and pass that bill, uh, tr- uh, Biden would have cost the American people six trillion. That is with a T, folks, not a B. Six trillion dollars in his first year as president of the United States. That is more than any president in his first year ever. Six trillion dollars. Maybe the closest one I think is Obama. But but Biden wants to go ahead and blame Trump because Trump because he inherited a bad economy and he inherited a mismanagement of the virus. Folks, I want to tell you a fact. Biden is going around saying how oh, he is he is uh, he's uh, disputing all these these uh, these these uh, vaccines and how all these people we have millions upon millions of Americans that that have got the vaccination already. But do you know they following Trump's playbook? This fool had the knowledge had the had, had went the other day and said that Trump didn't make the vaccine when it was done in late 2020. If you remember after the election, that's when Visa and and Moderna and all these people started saying, "Oh, oh, we got a virus, we got it." That would have helped Trump. They would they would help him Biden win the election. Trump went ahead and did Operation Warp Speed, what I disagree with. And got that vaccination right before he got out of office. They were dis- they were they were giving out viruses, uh, vaccines before Trump was out of office. Biden got one because he was the incoming president. He was the president elect. But Biden, now, but Biden, of course, had an economical crisis that the Democrat put us in. The Democrats told Trump, "Hey, you need to shut down everything. You need to shut down this country, and we need to put sick. We need to put healthy people in their homes so they don't get sick. If it would have worked, why are we still getting sick? Why are we still got a virus a year later?" Folks, this is not Trump's fault. But I don't know what Biden's smoking, but I'm just it just. This isn't Trump's fault. This isn't Trump's fault that we have low numbers since I know what it is. It's the stimulus packages and it's the cutting down of oil field jobs. Also shutting down the border wall. There was millions of people working on that border wall. 
Oh, well, we got low. We got low. Uh, the unemployment rate went up. That's the first time. And it's all Trump's fault. But, folks, that's what Democrats do. When they go ahead and dig themselves in a hole, instead of, uh, instead of blaming themselves, they blame the shovel. Oh, the shovel made me dig this hole so deep. That's why I'm in so much trouble and in this ditch. That's what the Democrats do. The Democrats go ahead and say, well, it wasn't our fault. It was the Republicans' fault. If this infrastructure, I'm going to use an example. Let's say this infrastructure bill passed. And none of it works. The the, the Democrats are going to find a way to blame the Republicans. But that's what Biden is doing. It's a blame game for uh, Biden. See, he used he he rides on Trump's back. When something bad happened, that was the last administration. But when something good from the last administration reflects back on him, hey, oh, I did a good job. Like the virus, uh, the the vaccines. We got so much vaccinations out. We got so much of this. We got most. And every time I hear that, I say, dude, you 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 didn't even have. You, you don't have an investment in this this place. You know, Trump did all the work. You're you're riding on the back of Trump, but he can't say the former president's name. The blame game, folks. The blame game. He's blaming Trump for something he did. I'll be right back. For delivering material to a job site, Acadiana uses Hayes Dump Truck Services. Since 2011, Hayes has been moving heaven and earth to job sites all over Acadiana with their top-of-the-line dump trucks. Whether it's a huge landscaping job or a pre-construction site, Hayes has the manpower and equipment to move the materials fast, fast. You call, we haul. Dirt, compost, gravel, topsoil, fill sand, and limestone. Call Hayes right now, 852-8043. Hayes Dump Truck Services, where Jesus is Lord of this company. How you doing? Welcome back to the Cajun Conservative for the second segment. On the on, on last point, folks, I, you know, I really get upset, you know, when somebody blames somebody else for something that they didn't do, but they did. And that's what Biden's doing. You know, there's no jobs. I'm going to iterate that one more time. There's, the job numbers went down because of Trump, but Trump hasn't been in office for the last three, four months. And Biden's talking about these these jobs that are coming. He, when he was talking in his speech in the joint session of Congress, all I heard was that we're going to provide more paying jobs. We're going to we're going to provide more this, and we're going to provide that. And, and of course, he, he's promising all this. And when they ask him, Mister Biden, Mister Biden, when are these jobs coming? Is it coming tomorrow? No. Is it coming next week? No. Next year? No. Well, when the jobs are coming, Mister Biden, that the reporters would ask. And he would say, in 10 to 15 years. Really? Really? 10 to 15 years? How is that going to happen now? You know, that, that, that's the thing about this president, folks. He's not worried about the now. He's worried about the future with green energy and, 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 and these jobs that are going to provide everybody with jobs. These energy-saving jobs is going to save our planet and we're going to live. Yay! But according to Ocasio-Cortez, we only had 12 years left. But, oh, I forgot, that's if we're going 
if we keep on going the way we're going. But he's all worried about these jobs that are coming 10, 15 years, and this is how they're looking at it. Look, we're going to have these jobs in 10, 15 years. Until then, trust the government, and we're going to give you money. That's all this is about, folks. The stimulus packages, and look, Trump did it, and guess what? I, was, I, I, I think it was dumb to do it. Oh, Isaac, you're saying that because Trump's out of office. Well, no, I'm just being honest. I think it's dumb for the American people, to, for the American government to say, hey, you know, we really don't have no money. So we're going to borrow $2 trillion, $3 trillion, $4 trillion, heck, whatever we want to borrow and give it to the American people for nothing. And we're going to drive up our economy for uh, about a year, maybe two. Then we're going to sink down so low. Then that's, what's, the next, what's, what's the next option? The people are going to cry. Give us another stimulus package. And we're going to raise our debt more. I think our debt is close to $30 trillion now. Or is on its way to $30 trillion? You know, I, I like to ask anybody, have you ever got a credit card and you just kept on swiping, 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 swiping? You get to your limit and then the credit card company says, hey, we seen you ran out of money. Let me give you some more. Swipe, 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 swipe. And after a while, you get so indebted that they own you. And you, your credit score is bad and everything like that. That's what America's doing. Hey, we don't have, hey, our credit card limit is a limit. Can you spare us a couple of trillion? Thank you. That's what they're doing, folks. And Biden's playing the blame game on this. This is all Biden's fault. Through the stimulus package that he passed, nobody wants to go get a job because they're making more money sitting home than, than going work for it. And also, shutting down the Keystone Pipeline didn't help. Uh, shutting down, you know, shutting down all field permits didn't help. But that's okay, folks. He's, he's going to give these people better jobs in 10 to 15 years. But what about the now? I got a question for you, podcast audience. What would you rather, a president that says America first or this president saying America last? I really wish we still had Trump because Trump said America first. That's why all these socialists and these these Democrats and all these communists infiltrated, all these people that thought this way. Oh, oh, oh no, Trump's saying America first. He's not putting up people. We're not coming united. Could mess up their one world agenda plan. And it makes me sick. That a president won't say the last president's name, but's gonna go ahead and blame him for 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 this America for the for the jobs being down. The reason the unemployment rate is high right now, folks, is because of President Biden. It is not because of President Trump. The economy is going up right now because of the stimulus package that that Biden did, and it's making it look good that we got a good economy right now. But it still, it still needs to go. It still needs to go up. But watch when all that money runs out. And all that money has gone. The economy is going to drop faster than a, uh, than, a, than a bowling ball from a 200-story building. And then we're really going to be up a, a creek without a paddle. Just saying. All right, I got some... Um, I, I want to talk about some rhinos now, man. Look, rhinos are coming out of the woodworks. Especially since January, uh, since the uh, the second impeachment of Donald Trump, we heard of some Republicans in the House of Cong- uh, the House of Representatives, namely Liz Cheney, vote to impeach Donald Trump. Then we go to the Senate where Pat Toomey, Bill Cassidy, Mitt Romney, and two other nuts, three other nuts, whatever, said, "Hey, we're gonna go." 
we're going to go on the the Democrat side, which I'm going to be talking about that later, of a, a Republican running in California's governorship. And a prediction I made, and it, it came true. That, that's a preview of the third segment. But anyway, these Republicans went ahead and joined in with the Democrats. Now, I, I want to talk, you know, about this week. Because, like I said, Ronalds are coming out of the woodworks. And something was revealing this, this week. I think the GOP and the Republicans are really getting tired of these rhinos. The true conservative Republicans are really getting frustrated with these rhinos. Now, I'm going to come up from the front. I am a Republican. But I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just not going to attack Democrats and leave all the Republicans alone like they're innocent little bystanders. And they didn't do it. They don't do nothing wrong. Because I'm sorry, there's a lot of crooked Republicans out there that are sitting in the halls of Congress and in the Senate. Not all of them are bad. Look, hey, I'm going to say this about Democrats. I don't think all Democrats are bad. The Democrats, leaders of the political party, yes, they, they stink. But all Democrats ain't bad. All Republicans ain't bad, but there are some bad apples in both of them. But in the political party, I, I, I will tell you when Republicans are doing dumb things. And I'm a Republican. I got friends. I, I had a, a, a representative of the Republican Party on this podcast a few months ago. And we talked about re- Republicans censoring Bill Cassidy and everything. That was in January. This is where I'm coming with this. Liz Cheney wrote a piece this week in the Washington Post, an op-ed, and just said some horrible things about Republicans backing Donald Trump. I don't have the article in front of me, and I briefly went over it. But Liz Cheney went ahead and started attacking Republicans again. That Republican leadership should not go with Trump because, see, they're going to lose bad and they're going to lose the House of Representatives and they're going to lose. And look, I don't know who was the, the person that went ahead and made this decision. If it was uh, Kevin McCarthy, I think he knew he made a bad mistake. Or if it was Steve Scalise. Now, this is the House Minority Leader and the uh, Minority Whip, and Liz Cheney is right under Steve Scalise. But now the Republicans want to censor Liz Cheney, and they want to get her out of her seat. Folks, if you're part of the Republican Party, stick with the Republican Party. I understand speaking your free mind. Don't get me wrong. But Liz Cheney, from the very day that she got in there until now, has despised and hated Trump. And and, and has not backed, to my knowledge, anything that Trump has tried to do. But Liz Cheney is sitting in the third highest seat of the Republican Party, trashing 9 out of 10, the Republican candidate of 2024. Now, I've been on record, and I'm, pro- I'm going to say this. I think I'm, I'm probably wrong now the way that Trump talks to Candace Owens. Candace Owens asked about his run in 2024, and actually she could be the, uh, the, uh, price, uh, the vice president candidate. And Trump was like, man, that's a cool idea. I might do that. And he said, I'm not making an announcement, but when you, I'm going to get the announcement, you're going to be very happy. Now, if that happens, I'm, I'll say I'm wrong. In my personal opinion, I think Trump should go ahead and help candidates get into that spot, like Ron DeSantis. But that's my personal opinion. 
I don't think he would run, but after hearing that, hey, who knows? Trump might run for president again. If he does, I'm not going to I'm not going to be ha- I'm not going to be uh be mad about it. But Liz Cheney is forcing and telling people telling the Republican leadership and telling the whole world, "Hey, all the Republicans are dumb because they still want to follow Trump." This is the problem. Liz Cheney Trump candidates are still winning. Trump candidates are still making headway. Do you know that the Republican Party on Trump's platform won more seats and did not lose a seat in Congress? The Democrats lost, I I believe it's up to 10 to 11 seats in Congress. The Trump policy and the the, the Trump, the Trump backing Trump is what win elections. But you see, they're not part of their agenda. Because these are rhinos. These are uh, Republicans in name only. What they are, are liberals in in a Republican form. They call themselves Republicans. They call themselves conservatives. So they can get our vote, American people. Or the American conservatives. Anybody that labels themselves conservatives. And goes out there and say, I am a conservative. We think, oh, well, hey, he's a conservative. Let's go ahead and vote for him. And look, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to bash my podcast audience. And I, I think who, if people are listening to this, they're already informed and they do their background check. But there's people in this country that say they are conservative. And when an election comes, you have, a, you have people like Bill Cassidy, our senator of Louisiana, says, I am a conservative. I believe in cutting taxes. And I believe in going ahead and limiting government. I believe in this. And you have people out there that call themselves conservatives. Okay, we're going to vote for Bill Cassidy. Yep, we're going to vote for Bill Cassidy because he's a conservative. And don't go look at nothing he does. And look, Liz Cheney, that's what she runs on. I'm a conservative. I'm a conservative. I'm a conservative. But votes, votes every way different than a conservative should. Now, I heard that the, uh, that the state she's in has censored her. Be- before coming on air today, I got a news report from the EPEC Times that Utah finally censored Mitt Romney for voting against Trump in the impeachment trial. So are, are these Republicans getting accounted for? Uh, they have an accountability? Has the hashtag been going around? St- they can still make votes. They can still do anything. But it, it, when they're censored, folks, it's just showing that the, Repub- the state Republican Party is not behind them. They're not going to give them money. They're not going to endorse them in anything. They, that's what it is. So they're going to get a big lick. But the thing of it is, it, they, they're still in Congress doing their bull crap. Folks, and this is what makes me upset about like people like Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney is going to go ahead and cut down the the Republican Party, and all you see is all you see is Democrats on the side saying that makes our job a lot easier. Look at that; the Republicans are divided. To be honest, folks, when Liz Cheney does op eds like that for the Washington Post and. You know, our Republicans go ahead and they, 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 they talk bad about each other. I don't think they want to win. You know, uh, Rush Limbaugh said it the best way. Republicans don't know how to lead. Republicans win the House. They win the Senate. They win the presidency. And when you have a leader like Trump, but instead of backing him up, you have dummies like, uh, like Paul Ryan 
Oh, no, I don't agree with that. No, I'm not going to push that through because Trump said, I'm a never Trumper. I think... Paul Ryan was the Speaker of the House for two years and did diddly squat under a Republican Senate, under Republican Congress, and the, and the presidency. For two years, the Republicans fought Trump more than the Democrats. But when the Republican, when Trump, when they lost the House, all of a sudden the Republicans wanted to work with Trump. Republicans believe the lie and call Russian collusion. And they fought Trump. And that's what Liz Cheney's do. Liz Cheney is doing everything in her power for Trump not to run in 2024. Like I said, my thoughts is that he, he wouldn't. But now with the statements he made to Candace Owens, I'm on the fence. I, he will. He might. I don't know. But Liz Cheney is, is pursuing to not have Trump run in 2024. You know why? Because Liz Cheney is in the swamp. She's in the mix with the Democrat Party. She cares more about herself than her constituents of her state. And for her to go ahead and attack the Republican Party and say anyone that stands behind behind Trump is in danger of their spot, I think they are more safe than Liz Cheney in her spot. Republicans like Liz Cheney needs to wake up. If they want to win the House and if they want to win the Senate and if they want to go ahead and win the presidency in 2024, they need to stay on the Trump train, not get off of it. That's why Steve Scalise and uh, Kevin McCarthy and all these, all the, a lot of these Republicans are going to Trump saying, oh, Trump, please help. Oh, Trump, please help. You notice that the, they're running for Trump's endorsement. See, election time's up almost here, folks. 2022, we have congressional seats all up again. If you don't know, every two years, we have an election to reelect our congressman. Like, um, uh, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Clay Higgins. Clay Higgins just got elected. He's running again. Congress is always running. The Senate... Our senator runs every six years. I believe it's uh, John Kennedy's time to run, which we have reports that, well, some people think in here in Louisiana that John Bell was just going to run against Kennedy and win. But I, <laughs> ha, next joke. But going back to the subject of Liz Cheney, Republicans like Liz Cheney is what's tearing the Republican Party. And folks, I don't know if you're listening, if you, Liz Cheney represents you, but all over this nation right now in America, listen to my voice. We need to get rhinos out of office and we need to put true conservatives in there. Because, Like I said, Republican, like Rush Limbaugh said it the best way. I'm going to give credit to where credit is due that the Republican parties don't know how to leave when they take it. They all know what we're going to do. And you have the big bully Democrats. Hey, y'all got to work with us. Yeah, y'all lead. Y'all lead. And look, I, I tell people all that at the time when Republicans lead. The Democrats go on TV. Republicans need to work with us. Yeah, we are the minority, but they need to work with us. Our country was built on working together. And when they took power this time, they told the Republicans, you better vote with us or we'll vote without y'all. It's funny how the tables turn. You never see it. You hear Republicans say, oh, y'all need to work with us. Democrats say no. I'll be right back. He paid it all for me. 
They drove nails in his feet and hands. He paid it all. Paid it all for me. How you doing, everybody? Welcome to the third and final segment of the Cajun Conservative. The last segment, I guess you could say, of the week. But hey, whenever you're listening to this, if it's the beginning of the week or in the middle of the week, hey, you're starting your week off right. Because I'm here giving you updates on everything going on. And I'm going to go back for a second on the Liz Cheney thing. Because I, I, I don't know if you noticed, that makes me really mad. Because... You know, Republicans all over the place say, we need to remember Ronald Reagan's word. Don't attack your fellow Republicans. But that's all I'm seeing right now. From Liz Cheney to Mitt Romney. And look, like I said, you can have some differences. I don't, look, I don't like Bill Cassidy. I think Bill Cassidy is not doing good as a senator. But as one of my friends, um... Luke Dupree said a while back on one of my podcasts, we got to work with this guy for six years and we got to hope he votes right. You can't recall these people. You can't, you know, you, you really can't do nothing when they're there. But like Liz Cheney, every two years she has an election. And look, as career politicians, she'd probably be in there until, you know, then she can get a better gig somewhere, be a lobbyist somewhere. But Liz Cheney, I'm sorry, folks, it's not a, it's not... It's not a, a really upstanding conservatives. When you're going to go attack. Now, she can have her own opinions on January 6th and she can vote. Look, she's paying the consequences. You know, what's sad. I'm glad the Republicans are standing up and trying to censor her right now. Because Taylor Green, you know, said some things a few years on conspiracy theories in which it was her opinion. She said she didn't believe it now, and I'm sorry. I, how many of us do that, post something on Facebook and forget about it and don't remove it? Oh, look what she says. She believes this. She believes in uh, uh, Queen Annie or whatever that thing was called. Hey, we need to censor her. We need to get her out of her committees. They're trying to remove Liz Cheney from being number three. I think they're having a special election for that. Not sure. But folks, look, Liz Cheney is not uniting the Republican Party. She is dividing it and it's making the Democrat jobs a lot easier. That might be the goal. That might be the goal to say, hey, look, the, Demo- the Republicans are all divided. But us Democrats, we are in charge and we are united. We can get this country moving forward. Folks, this, this is this, this is baloney. I'm sorry, it's baloney that Republicans are fighting like this and they can't come to a common term. All these rhinos that, 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 that think they, they are conservatives and they're not, they're not helping the cause. They're not helping their chances to win in 2022. And that's the next election. We, look, I hope and I pray that the Republicans win, at least get one more seat in the, in the Senate. And it's not a rhino. So we can protect the filibuster. And I hope we win the house back. So we can deadlock everything Biden's doing. Because right now we're seeing Biden's running around like he's a king. And he can do whatever he wants. And Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, they're just telling him, run, run. 
Run, Biden, run. Run, you're doing a good job putting in all them socialist ideas and ruining our country. Chuck Suma said it the best way. If we win Georgia, we change America. And guess what? They're doing a they're doing a, a bang up job at destroying this nation. I'm just I'm just telling you folks. It just it's these these Republicans need to wake up to the bigger picture. All right? Now I'm gonna talk about something that you know I and I caught this a while back. You know, when you make a prediction, you got to be 99.90% sure you're probably right. Or your thought process. And like I said, I said earlier about Trump, you know, Trump talked to Candace Owen the other day on her podcast show, or whatever, uh, from the daily wire. And she went ahead and she asked him politely, Hey, you're going to run. Can I be your vice president? And he's like, man, that's a good idea. He said, I'm not announcing it because of campaign laws. and everything." Trump, but pretty much told me, Hey, Isaac, you were wrong. I'm going to run for the Republican candidacy. If that happened, I, look, to be honest with you, I don't see anybody running really against him. I, he's, he's for sure the number one candidate right there. And like I said, will I be disappointed? No. But I think he would, you know, if he run, I think he would win the nomination. Will he win the election? Yes, if they don't rig it. I'm just, I'm just being blunt. But I'm going to talk about something. I made a prediction the other day. And it was kind of a, a safe prediction, but when it happened, I was like, whoa, hey, I was right. And I'm talking about the Caitlyn Jenner, who formerly was known as Bruce Jenner. The reason I say that is, is my personal opinion that, you know, hey, you were born a male. You are a male. No, if you can, you can have 20 surgeries, but you're a male. But for the people that are listening that don't know who Bruce Jenner is and only know who Caitlyn Jenner is, I'm using both their names and calling... Jenner by his last name. So, so we, we you know, uh, Jenner goes ahead and announces that, that he's running for, for governor or, you know, whatever like that. And he made a campaign ad a while back, but Jenner came out and made a statement that when they asked him, should trans women play in women's sports? That is a man turning into a woman and playing in a woman's sport. Jenner said, no, it's not fair. It's a disadvantage, which Jenner, Jenner is right. You were born a male. Male or, males are usually a lot stronger than women, and that's an unfair advantage. Well, by golly, the media went ahead and picked their sides. Remember a few weeks ago when this first came out that, he, uh, that Jenner was running, that Jenner I, I asked the question, what will the media do? Will the media go ahead and, and use it saying, oh, look, a first transgender person is running and could possibly be the, fir- be the first transgender uh, governor of a state? Ain't this wonderful equality and, uh, you know, progressionism and, and all this is all wrapped up in one. Will they embrace Jenner or will they attack Jenner? Because he has a Republican, because uh, he has a Republican uh, R behind his name. Well, guess what, folks? They're attacking him. How dare people on on Twitter? How dare Jenner say that? Supposed to be a transgender woman? And how dare Jenner say that it's wrong for transgender women to be in the be in the uh, be in a women's sport? 
People are coming against Jenner because he's saying that it's wrong for a trans woman to play in women's sports. Also, I think they don't like him. I heard that he was on uh, Hannity the other day, and they're saying that Jenner's probably going to cut. Uh, they want to. Uh, Jenner wants to cut taxes, and and, and they, Jenner wants to go ahead and put in Republican policies. Oh no, not in the state of California. No. Look, folks, I'm not telling you to vote for Jenner or not vote for Jenner if you're in California. I'm just asking you to go look for the most conservative voice out there and pick the right person. I can't vote. Any, I can't go. Oh, you know, some Democrats can. They can live in Louisiana and vote in California. You know, that's California. Don't ask no questions. Don't ask. Don't tell. That's how it is. But California needs a good Republican candidate. Look, there's Trump people backing Jenner right now. I, I still haven't went look at Jenner's website to see what Jenner believes in taxes and all that, but sat down with Sean Hannity, and Sean Hannity asked a lot of tough questions. You probably can find that on Rumble or on YouTube. But, folks, the media is attacking Jenner. See, it's not about, it's not, it's not really about that Jenner is a trans woman. It's not about it's not about it's if you have a D or an R behind your name. See, they praised Jenner when Jenner was Bruce Jenner and and Bruce Jenner said, I'm going to come become a woman and become Caitlyn Jenner. And it was a Republican. So they they were rubbing that into people's faces. Look, y'all, y'all against transgenderism. But look, this Republican athlete. It's going to be a woman. What you going to do about that? But now that Jenner is running for governor in a state that is primarily blue, the media is having a cat fit in a half. Because it, it, it shows that they don't care about transgenderism. They don't care about, about a free person making the choice. It's about pushing the socialism agenda. See, the, I'm going to tell you about this. Transgenderism, or people that are thinking about, be, uh, you know, this, this, this issue of, you know, people turning into a man and a man turning into a woman and all that. The Democrats know that that's how you divide a nation. You divide a nation by bringing up controversial issues. It's the same thing with abortion, folks. The reason that the, the, the Democrats don't care about, uh, about a woman's rights. They don't care about a woman's choice. See, that's a divide. That's a, that's, that is a controversial subject. Now, I'm against abortion. And I just don't see how anybody, anybody in this world can see a woman pregnant and I say there's a life inside that woman. That, that, that life starts at conception. That, 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 that woman is holding another human being inside of her body. Look, folks, today's Mother's Day that I am recording this. And look, I just left the church service where we talked about being a godly mother and mothers going ahead and, 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 and raising their kids up right. It, but no one can look at a lady that's soon to be a mother and say that there isn't another life inside there. There's not another life inside of a woman's womb. But there's people that say that's part of her body and that 
See, that's a controversial issue. Is it or isn't it? I, I, there's, it's plain as day. That's a life. But the Democrats look at that and say, oh, that's a controversial subject. That's going to divide America. Let's go ahead and divide it a little bit so we can get our social agenda across. It's the same thing with these shootings, folks, and equality and Black Lives Matter and stuff. Look, this subject, this, this is dividing America. But do the Democrats care? No, because they're getting their social agenda across. They're getting big government in there. Their goal is not to give equal rights to the African-American. It is to take over police officers and, and militarize, uh, do a military police to watch over police officers and it'd be a federal agency to, to police the United States. That's socialism. See, people don't look at the big picture. All they see is, oh, that's a, that, that, woman, that woman didn't really want to be pregnant. That's her body. She can get rid of it. Oh, if this man wants to be a uh, be a woman, that that's no. You, you should let him do that. Police brutality. That guy was chasing it. That was about to kill that cop with a knife, and he shot him. But that, that it was because it was a white cop and a black cop, a black person. And nobody looks at the bigger picture. Look, I I pray for Jenner. I pray that he he gets saved, and he realized the mistake he made. But folks, this, this this is showing so much of the hypocrisy of the left right now. A few years ago, Jenner was their 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 trophy, a Republican man turning himself into a woman. See all y'all nasty Republicans, y'all against this, but one of y'all trophies is turning to our trophies. But now that Jenner's running for governor. And pushing some Republican ideas, they want to throw Jenner to the dogs. They they want to go ahead and attack this. And so this shows me that they don't care about the transgender person. They want their political. They want their their political. Their political. Their political plans are to social. Um, bring this country to a socialistic, communistic country. And to do that, they have to divide America because I'm telling you right now, folks, America, when it's standing united and when it's standing firm together, no matter who you are, black, white, Republican, Democrat, we will stand. That's why it's called the United States of America, because the people bond together, no matter your political party. Yes, you can have differences. Yes, you can have a different of opinion. But guess what? You're standing united because you are an American citizen. But stupid little arguments that is caused by the left divides this nation. And guess what? When it's divided, it's like the Red Sea. You, they can walk right through. So that is showing me, folks, that that, that them that are, that, that are saying that they care about transgender people is a bunch of bull. You know what the transgender person is to a Democrat? A Democrat politician, a pawn in this chess game. It's the same thing with the African-American people. The African-American people are, 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 are saying, oh, the Democrats are the, are the people of the African-Americans. When Democrat policies and Democrats from the past put them in chains and went ahead and tried to keep them in chains. 
Andrew Jackson. You don't hear nothing about Andrew Jackson. They try to hide Andrew Jackson, but Andrew Jackson was one of the biggest slave owners in America. Andrew Jackson was also a president of the United States that sent America that sent uh, um, American Indians into the trail of tears that killed millions. But you don't hear about Andrew Jackson. You know why? He was a Democrat. You won't hear about you won't hear about the sixties how Democrats were trying to fight Martin Luther King. You won't hear that. See, they're hiding it because they're using the African Americans. They're using the, the 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 transgenders. They're using the case like abortion to divide America and to put their own agendas. They're attacking Galen Jenner because of the R behind his name. They don't care if he's transgender. He's in the way now. He's in the way to, to, to fight. And I'm saying he because I'm sorry. If you were born a male, you're a male. I'm, gonna, I'm clarifying myself. Folks, they don't care that Caitlyn Jenner is a transgender woman. They used him to get their policies passed. But now that, that, he, uh, that he is threatening their policies in California to destroy California, it's all guns are blazing. They don't care nothing about him being a transgender woman. They don't care nothing of that. And I was asking that question, who, what, what would they do? Would they unite behind him to say, yes, this is a first transgender woman that might be a governor? Or will they say, oh, he's a Republican. We're going to have to go attack him. Could you see, look at the difference. That lady that became school thing, whatever that Biden put in there. Oh, look, a transgender in the cabinet of a president. Yay. Let that person go ahead and say, hey, I'm a Republican. And I want to cut taxes. You won't even hear about it no more. But I'm going to say this, folks, before I this closing and you hear the music. I said something earlier. America does have a bright future. Because of America, no matter if it's Democrat, no matter if it's Republican, no matter what color of your skin is, if we unite and stand firm and stand on the principles that our country was founded on, which is in God, we will survive. And that's what we need to pray for. We need to pray for revival. We need to pray that Jesus comes back to school. And I'm going to tell you this as I always tell you. If you don't know Jesus, seek him and find him. Because he's coming back and he's coming back soon. Are you ready to meet him? Until next week, this has been the Cajun Conservative. Thank you for listening. You have a great week. Be blessed. Be encouraged. And let God bless you.